Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. We are here to give our first impressions of Age of Ultron. We've been waiting so, so long, and it's finally here. We finally saw it. Jeff, what did you think? It was the greatest thing ever. I feel like my whole life has been building toward this moment. <laughs> it kind of feels that way when you do a podcast about it, especially. <laughs> it's like we've been like literally once a week we get together to talk about how excited we are about this movie. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Um, we're we're doing we're, as we said we're giving our first impressions of the of the um, movie today. We're gonna get drop in a couple of days. We're gonna drop a full length episode in studio so the audio will be better and right now we're using blog talks call-in feature so this is just like telephone audio so apologies if the audio isn't stellar uh we'll be back this week with a full cast on about age voltron but let's get down to it what did you think man what were your first impressions first impression is it was everything it needed to be it was perfect in its creation it was it was really just crafted exceptionally well it gave me every emotion at some point during the film yeah especially at the ending when i all i teared up really hard you talking uh, uh, by the way everyone this is a spoiler cast so we are going to be spoiling age of ultron i guess we should mention that before we say any other words um because i'm about to spoil the ending hard not to uh, everybody, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, we're about to talk about Age of Ultron in its entirety. Um, first off, uh, yeah, that Quicksilver death was pretty emotional. It really was. It was really emotional. I, I, that surprised me. Uh, they definitely, they very deliberately made it look like Hawkeye was going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. The whole movie. I don't even, I don't, I'm, I'm not even talking about, uh, and I mean, I'm sure you picked up on this too, but I'm not even talking about the ending where he like jumps in front of the boy and you're like, oh no, Hawkeye's going to die. But like just the and fact they showed his family. That's it. Right. Yeah, exactly. The, the fact they showed his family and the way, the way he was talking about just working on that one last project on the house. Well, you know, like and then it just sounded. And had to be like rebuilt at the beginning of the movie because he had that like plastic patch. You remember when he got hit in the uh, in the snow sequence, and they oh right 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 put that plastic patch on him and let it like rebuild his tissue or whatever. Yeah, Um, which was interesting technology that the Avengers have. (laughs) Well, it's not the Avengers that have it; it's Doctor Helen Cho. So I guess well, yeah, but I mean, they're able to they have it at their disposal. Yeah, they have access to it. Uh, when, when when Ultron didn't kill Helen Cho, I was very surprised, and I thought that he it was going to be something like he was after all the Avengers because they were killers, and I, I thought, oh, he's not after, he's not going to kill Helen Cho because she's not a killer. Yeah, maybe he just left um, her alive because she's a good person. Yeah, like what if he's right? What if the, these are just like all murderous Avengers who like are more of a problem than help. You know, it, it seemed to make him right until much later when you realize <laughs> the reason he wanted to tell no, chill around was to build his Ultron body. He's not altruistic at all. He's just, he's just using her. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he just wants to build a, a world that is modeled after himself. I like that he kept quoting um, biblical references 
Oh, I did too. Equating himself to the new god. Mm-hmm. Spader played Ultron perfectly, and and Ultron was written incredibly well. Oh yeah. Um, the, there were so many times where I was thinking Joss Whedon is doing this absolutely perfectly, and then at the end, at the, after the last line that Cap says where he says Avengers, and then he opens his mouth, and then it goes to the credits. I was like, "Damn you, Joss Whedon, you son of a bitch." <laughs> uh, it's like he has a character right there who wouldn't be it would not be too cheesy for Captain America to say Avengers Assemble like he actually has a character that could say that and not make it cheesy but he still won't do it and he's like Avengers uh, <laughs> it's really great it wouldn't be well not only is it not cheesy but it's also like it's a good time for him to say that because he was looking at those guys like you know, get together. You know, come yeah, like so that I can talk to you. Round up, uh, right? What What do you think of the new Avengers? I am shocked that they were not already part of the team. Yeah, they they, they kind of just barely gloss over that. That like, you know, Rhodey's not ready yet, or something. Like he's like on a on a different level of hero. And then you've got um, <laughs> uh, Falcon says. Falcon says, hey, you you do the avenging. That's your world. Your world is crazy. I love Rhodey's uh, sto- story. Oh, yeah. He not do well with anyone else. His war machine story that, that he was telling everybody. It made me laugh so hard because it was basically just like, yeah, that's why we haven't made a war machine movie. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like making fun of the idea of a war machine standalone story. Uh, that was really great. Pretty good. Um, I did. I didn't have issues with most of the movies, except for like in the moment, I had an issue with the Vision picking up Mjolnir and handing it to Thor. Oh my gosh! No way! That is the best. That was. I, I'm surprised I haven't even mentioned it yet. That was my favorite moment in the whole movie. I mean, like, I like my it, favorite moment by far. At- like in the moment, I was just like, no, 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 no. But like they, they tried to explain it in a way that has happened in the comics. Like various robots have picked up Mjolnir because, like, they don't have a worth to measure, so that it's just like whatever. It's a hammer. Hey, he is I think being on the side of life, he is worthy. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly it. I think that Ultron was worthy. I mean, uh, Vision was worthy. I don't, and and yeah, the uh, the Avengers tried to at the end say it like cause that's one of my favorite lines was, and uh, if you put the hammer in an elevator, it's still going to go up. The elevator isn't worthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was so good. Oh gosh, um, but I uh, but that th- that was just them being self conscious about the fact that they're not worthy, and Vision is. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's okay. I'll accept it. It just at the time I was like, no, that's, that's why, why don't you think Vision's worthy? The thing about the thing about Vision in that moment, the reason he's worthy is he's completely pure. Like he's he, mm-hmm. he's a newborn being who like um, who was only created on the side of life. He was born yesterday. <laughs> um. Yeah, the more and more I think about it, man, the more and more I love this movie. Uh, eh, so good, 
so good. I yeah, the the him picking up him picking up Mjolnir was like the only thing that could have shut the team up. Yeah, yeah. It was like, so oh, great. I guess that's the thing that makes all of this right. Like, yeah. I guess we'll go into battle with him. He Mjolnir seems to vote yes. <laughs> <laughs> then the sentient enchanted hammer uh, mm-hmm. seems to seems to be okay with him. That's right. They were like, we, we we can't trust him. We can't trust him. We can't trust him. And then they, they were like, uh, I guess he's more worthy than and trustworthy than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, I really, one Captain America moment I really like, and it kind of Captain America, it, other than Hawkeye, uh, in some ways sometimes seems like uh, he seems a little lame sometimes compared to Thor and Iron Man and even Hulk. Like he just can't do as much physically as those three. Um, but when he uh, his his kind of like his role in the Avengers is the leader, you know. And so one of yeah. my favorite moments was when they were on the speed train and um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch realized they're, they basically switch sides in that moment. And, and he just starts giving them commands like immediately. And they start following them. He's like, Quicksilver, get all the pedestrians in the way. Scarlet Witch, can you, uh, you know, can you stop this train? That was awesome. That was really, really a great moment for those two showing off their powers, but also a really great moment of showing off Cap's main Avengers power, which is his leadership. Um, and his, his like making them follow. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. His leadership, both decision-making leadership and his ability to make the decisions and his ability to convey those, the, the orders to his team, you know? Yeah. So I really liked that a lot. Tactical advantage on everything. Plus, he works really well with other Avengers. Like there were so many um, little team up things with him and Thor, especially where you know they were all like in the in the snow sequence. It was like, oh look, they're all lining up. Uh, Let's do this thing that we've been working on. Boom! Knocked them all down. Blew up the tank. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and it seems like the Avengers. I guess I guess since Winter Soldier, when Hydra was revealed, the Avengers have been at work dismantling Hydra. They, I don't. It's hard to say because it seems like if we hadn't seen the Agents of Shield episode for this week beforehand, that it would just be them going to mop it all up. But it also kind of leads straight from. Age of or, um, Agents of Shield into Age of Ultron, kind of like Coulson saying it's time to call the Avengers. Doctor List is going to um, going to Von Strucker's hideout, and Strucker was there, and so was List, and like it seemed like that just flowed exactly like it should have. Yeah, it's just kind of like a continuation from the show. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, they were just talking about. Uh, the Avengers were discussing in those first few scenes about how they were uh, going from uh, location to location, mopping up different hydro locations. They 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 mentioned that uh, they said they've been looking for the for Loki's Loki staff for a while. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think this was a continuation of what they've been up to um, together since Winter Soldier, probably when they realized yeah. Hydra was was the uh, 
was the real was 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 a threat, and that they had Loki staff. So it was also finally answered that Loki staff is an Infinity Stone. I'm glad that they uh, glad that they addressed that. Yeah, me too. I, I actually am really surprised that they went so much. They they covered the Infinity Stones multiple times uh, in this movie. They they brought them up over and over. <laughs> and so, um, Vision Vision having one on his head is very interesting. I feel like do, do you think that the Infinity Stone is required to to help create? his life is that what they're getting at not i mean it seems like that that might be what they're what they're building toward but in the comics vision had a jewel on his head that just collected solar energy and powered him for you know just day-to-day activity and he could collect that and fire that solar or that uh, energy blast from his head like he did um and i guess they kind of swapped that out for this gem and it, I mean, it's the logical progression from, you know, what was in the comic to just making something more relevant in, um, in the MCU. And then, you know, him being worthy enough to wield Mjolnir makes Thor okay with him having the Infinity Stone in his head. And he's really freaking powerful. So, like, all of that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think I think internally it absolutely makes sense. What I was gonna get at is um, what happens when Thanos shows up to get his Infinity Stone, um, and he has to take it off the head of Vision. It. I think he's likely gonna just break it out of the Vision, and then Tony's gonna have to do something like put an arc reactor in his forehead or something. Yeah, that's kind of what I was I was getting at. If the if the if the stone is somehow uh, what is powering Vision, or or somehow helping helping sustain his life? Then uh, we may have a problem when Infinity War gets here. Um, the, the, or, or I guess Vision may have a problem when Infinity War gets here. Yeah. How about that gauntlet that uh, that mid credit sequence, huh? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll do it myself. I felt like it's a little late. Because no one was after the Infinity Stones in this this movie, so I guess that's a yeah. shot. I guess that is well. I guess that's a shot immediately after Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. It almost felt it almost felt like that should have happened right after Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, probably because. I mean, I suppose that maybe out in the galaxy somewhere, he had sent someone else to try to retrieve another Infinity Stone, and it hadn't worked. <laughs> well, we've got two more. There's um, the Soul Gem and the Time Gem. Mm-hmm. It's the other two that haven't been shown yet. Yeah. So we, he may show up in the next movie, just already possessing those two or something. Uh, but I doubt it. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make him go through the motions of retrieving the Tesseract, the Ether, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Purple Gem, whatever that one is, and uh, the Mind Gem, and the two other gems as well. Yeah, I uh, I think that Doctor Strange might have something to say about it. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange, uh, and that's a year and a half away. So, 
I guess we'll find out something in Doctor Strange. Um, I'm wondering how many of these characters are going to show up in Civil War. Uh, now that we have, we really are sort of get, starting to get a full field of heroes, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, um, I felt bad for the twins because Sokovia basically did get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. They have nowhere else to go now. I can't believe that Quicksilver is going to stay dead. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's I'm torn. Cause I was sad to see him go and I, I don't feel like we got enough of him. But, but I also we talked about this. <laughs> yeah, but they got to make death matter, and so I think um, I think he will stay dead. I think I think if they bring him back, it'll be a real like it, the fans will be like, we've been saying death make death matter. Stop it. Um, maybe I was thinking they might have been able to save him right there in the moment, but after they showed that he's dead, like I think it's going to be hard to bring him back. Maybe I thought that maybe you know his. I I just wish he could have like caught the bullets or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's quick enough to see them. He can catch them. Uh, yeah, like in the earlier, I think in the earlier episode, uh, earlier um, moment in the movie, someone fires a gun and he like grabs the bullet from the air and puts it down. <laughs> yeah, he did that uh, to uh, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, that's right. They never actually said Ulysses Claw's name, I don't believe, which was, surprised me. I think they showed and, it on screen. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, I know they, I know they were talking about him a lot. Uh, anyway, so I guess we need to wrap up because we're going to do just a quick 20-minute cast. Uh, our audio isn't good. There's a delay, so uh, we'll figure we'll, we'll try to wrap this up. But uh, we'll be back on um, – probably Monday night with another episode for you guys uh, kind of fully delving in. But once me and uh, me and Jeff both have a chance to see the movie again, um, what are there any other things you wanted to mention about the movie before we close out? Um, not really. <laughs> yeah. Not, I yeah. just, it, it yeah, was, I think, it was good. And I can't yeah. wait to see it again. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to see it probably two more times this weekend. Um, I might watch wow. it Monday night before I come over and get in studio. Hey, well, if you want to do that, I'd be, I'd be up for going together. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. That'd be great. Hey, cool, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll do that Monday night. We'll go see it and we'll, we'll be back to talk to you guys in studio with better audio and more formulated thoughts about age of Ultron. Cause right um, now I'm still we, in, uh, in, panic like oh my god it's the best thing ever ah mode <laughs> good good i like it all right well we are the marvel cinematic universe in partnership with 45 magazine and a part of the hella carrier network uh if you'd like to reach us for any reason we're at mcucast.com or you can find us at facebook.com slash mcucast at mcucast on twitter um or mcucast at gmail.com. If you'd like to call and leave us a voicemail feedback, we'd love to hear what you have to say about Ultron, uh, and we'll play those on the show, in uh, on the Monday night show. So call us in before Monday night, and we'll put you on the show. Um, our number for that is 573-CAST-MCU. That's 573-CAST-MCU. Um, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, uh, if there's any new listeners, please stick around, uh, subscribe, or add us on Blog Talk Radio. 
um, or iTunes or Stitcher, and you will be back to talk to you another again in the uh, couple days. Thank you.